I came out here to save money uh, because I started my tech job in November and I just went crazy with my nieces and nephews. And I was like, <laughs> if I stay near, if I stay around them, I'm going to just keep spending money on my nieces and nephews. So I was like, let me come out here to Texas and like save up so when I get back home, I can like, you know, get a condo or something like that. And this conference was, you know, I wanted to go to this conference. So it all worked out. Yeah. Well, luckily, today, Janae, you're going to talk about how the people can make some more money in tech sales. Right, exactly. I, I was looking at your background, and, and it's an interesting tagline. Former Best Buy, former customer service, a, a couple different jobs here and there, got into course careers, and now you've been working in tech sales for nearly five months now. So why don't you take us back yeah. maybe six, eight months ago when you were in that range where you're like, okay, what am I doing how do I find a more stable career path going forward? So that's the thing. So Best Buy was a little further back. Um, I actually got my master's degree in marriage and family therapy or clinical psychology. And so that's what I was doing before. And then my family started a food truck business. And so I helped my dad, wow. you know, my mom, like kind of get that off the ground. It was a family business. And then here comes the pandemic, like good old COVID, right? So once that happened, it just, it was a struggle. It was hard. And so I had to figure out and decide, am I going to go back into therapy to be a therapist or am I going to do something different? And personally, like you said, about six to eight months ago, just last summer, I was in a place of not wanting to go back into therapy, not because I didn't like it because I loved meeting with my clients. It was just more so I didn't like the documentation. And then I felt like it was very chill and laid back. And I'm a very competitive person. Like I have an athletic <laughs> background. <laughs> I've been playing softball since I was five. I played college ball, you know, and I'm just very competitive. And I felt like being a therapist was meeting my, my needs as far as like wanting to love people. But I was like, there's a huge part of me that's missing. Like I miss sports. I miss being competitive, that drive, that, you know, that go-getter mentality. And you don't have that as a therapist. It's not really required. So yeah, that's kind of the space that I was in trying to figure out what my next move was going to be. And I decided, um, I actually came across, well, not came across Cyrus. Me and Cyrus actually go back. We were both spoken word artists back in like the church and ministry spaces. So we knew each other prior to him being in tech sales. And, um, then I came across um, the fact that he was just in tech and that's how I even heard about the tech industry in the first place. And from there, it was just, I did my research and got involved. <laughs> so. that's, re that's really unique because your background, having a master's degree, that basically sets you up and quote unquote qualifies you to do a lot of different things, but with no traditional yeah. sales background, feeling like, hey, this career path, stable, being a counselor, making a great impact, speaking with folks, but maybe too much admin work. I'm not able to scratch that itch of wanting to compete and, and yeah. just strive for more maybe and maybe get paid based on producing. And that's what sales is all about. And it's unique also, on the other hand, having that food truck, which it sounds like may have had challenges with COVID or may, maybe it was accelerated based on being able to move around and, and be outside. But I'm sure you're like, hey, yeah. I don't want to do that either. So what did you feel like you were missing in order to get into tech? Because clearly you're an impressive individual. You're qualified. You, you've, you've done a lot to improve yourself. 
when, once you realized, okay, tech was, is what I want, what, what do you feel like was the gap to then get into tech? Because I think that's a challenge a lot of people have is I don't have a traditional sales background. I don't have any sales experience, right. no quote unquote credentials. So you've done some customer service stuff. So that sort of translates, but what do you think was the gap for you to get into tech sales? It was a few things, to be honest. I was looking for a stable career, like coming from being a marriage and family therapist. It was like, if I'm not going to do that, I'm not just going to go work at Best Buy. <laughs> you know, like I'm not, <laughs> like I'm and not going to do that. Xboxes and PlayStation. <laughs> hey, and I was good at selling those too. I, um, <laughs> I don't, I don't want to catch you on the back end of the TV section because I'm walking out of there with a 65 inch TV that I don't need. It, yes, and I probably would have had you with two of them. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like I, it w it was a very rough spot because I was like, I need, um, you know, I was like, I'm going to be 30 soon. And I, it, this was last year. I was going to be turning 30 in November. And I was like, I need something stable. I need something that I'm going to do for the rest of my life, which is what I thought being a marriage and family therapist was. And when I made that transition, I was like, what am I going to, what can I possibly do that I'm good at? That's going to pay me what I'm, you know, what I need as far as my bills. And just, you know, like as a 30 year old woman, you know, I was like, I, I need to make a, a change. Like I was fed up with, I was just fed up. I was at a place that was like, I just need to make a decision and figure something out. And I just felt like God just dropped the tech industry in my lap. Cause I had never heard of it in my life. And so um, once I started to do, well, course careers, I know we'll probably get into that, but once I started like learning what this was, I was like, you know what? I'm actually really good at this. Like I'm actually really good at sales. And honestly, not even because of my experience in customer service, really, I would honestly give it credit more to, um, some skills I learned as a therapist. Cause for one, you have to sell um, interventions in a sense. Like I knew that I was good at listening to people as a therapist, asking in, you know, questions to investigate in order to find pain points and then providing them with a solution. Like I seen the parallels and I was like, I'm a great listener, you know? And then also, um, I do apologetics and I know a lot of people aren't familiar with what that is, but that's basically, if I had to sum it up, it's like, you're constantly handling objections. <laughs> you know, like, it's just, that's a whole story in itself. People could maybe see that on my Instagram or something, but, um, that's basically what I do all the time. I'm like, I'm handling objections all the time. That's what I do as a hobby, you know? Um, yeah. So with a lot of different topics from science to creation, to the origin of the universe, to all these different things. So anyways, I, I'm always talking about those things. And I saw, I have a gift in this in validating people and what they think and asking the right questions to see what it is that they need, what would be a good fit for them. And so I saw so many parallels and I was like, I can do this. Once I learned the actual position and the material, the vocabulary, I was like, this is going to be doable. So that's a common theme amongst all the successful students that we like to talk to is, is they, they reached a point in their life where they, they just feel like, you know what, I need a change. I need a new opportunity vehicle. And then they see someone yeah. else and they think, oh, I can do that too. And as soon as you right. reach that realization, I can do that too, then it's okay. Let's start taking action. 
Also, you don't hear objections are my fun fact every day. So I, I, li I like that about you. That's unique. That's unique. So you, you learned about tech sales from Cyrus. You, you wanted to be more rewarded for your contributions. You like talking to people, overcoming objections. And of course, you came across course careers where we help students break into tech yeah. with no traditional degrees in some cases, no experience, no connections, no job. So how did you get exposed to course careers and what impact did that make on teaching you the terminology, the buzzwords, mm -hmm. and just what you would be doing to your point because you felt like that was what was missing for you to then land a tech job? Yeah, so I heard about it through Cyrus. Um, never heard of course careers in my life until, you know, uh, Cyrus was posting about it and he, he posted about maybe two or three different, um, boot camps, tech boot camps, but course careers was the cheapest one. So of course that was like the first thing that I looked into and yeah. And it was just within my budget at the time. Um, and so I was like, you know what, I'm not taking no for an answer as far as like failing, failing's not an option. I'm, I'm going to just go for it. I don't care what this course is talking about. I'm going to learn it and I'm going to succeed because I needed a path, <laughs> you know, I needed to get something started. And so, yeah, I heard about it from Cyrus, did a little bit of research, did the free introductory course, um, saw some, you know, testimonials and I literally paid the money and started like within all within the same day that all happened in one day. And so yeah, I got started and the material was beyond helpful because I'm coming from a psychology, clinical psychology mentality and background where you're actually being empathetic and really extra patient and listening. And then I'm hearing like, you know, a different kind of approach to like just your job. And so I was just like, this is different, but I like it. You know, like I love, you know, just the entire culture of sales and just tech sales. So um, anyways, as far as the material, I think the course laid everything out perfectly um, for me to understand and to be able to comprehend on a fundamental level, um, to even have a grasp of what this was. Like I learned the vocabulary, um, everything was clear. <laughs> it made sense. It was, I think it was very clear. I think the course was very well done. Um, like the fact that it can teach me and prepare me for, to feel confident without me having any knowledge of tech sales. Like, I think that speaks a lot to the layout of the course. So. And that's yeah. a powerful place you were at is I'm going to do whatever it takes to be successful. You decided to put down the money, invest in yourself, and do whatever it was going to take to reach the outcome you want, which was landing the job. Eventually you got in the right. material, you found it to be useful. You listened to some testimonials for anyone out there listening right now. We do have the free introductory course linked below that you can go check out just to learn, Hey, what is tech sales? Why, how would I actually get in? Would it be the right fit for me? When you got into the material, you had mentioned that it helped you understand the landscape of just some of what yeah. you would be doing. What, what do you think are maybe just one to two major takeaways as you look back and then mm. now compare it to being in the real world, actually applying some of these right. lessons to make money? And we're going to talk about how you got hired, got the job. But what would you say you learned that has actually translated to you applying it in your actual job working in tech sales? Honestly, this might be sad, <laughs> but 
you know, you would think, oh, she has a master's degree. She must be very smart. And I'm like, I, I, I am. But something as simple as like organizational structure. I did not understand how an organization was structured. Like, you know, you hear about a CEO, but I didn't know about a COO and a CMO and vice yeah. president. I didn't know all of that, you know, and what roles they had within a company. And so even that part of the course, like, that was very helpful because now I'm not just thinking of, I mean, I can't even imagine how I would be reaching out to, 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 to who, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't even know like who I would even think to reach out to if I didn't even have that understanding. Like I loved that. Like that, it seems very fundamental and basic, but I didn't even know that that was a thing. Like I didn't know how that was structured. And then even, um, learning about like the CRM and like sales engagement software, sales data software. I had no idea what any of those things were either. And so now once I learned in the course and then now that I'm working the job, I'm like, this is how people are sending out all these emails and being successful. And, you know, when I'm getting like emails sent to me in my inbox and I'm seeing how, you know, I'm just seeing how things work the game. and I'm like, yeah. And like from the marketing tools, like, people, it, it's just so much. And I'm like, wow, this, this is how businesses run, you know? And so, um, it was extremely helpful, like learning that in the course and then being able to apply it now in real time is, is amazing and was very helpful. And when you learn that information, I'm sure it was exciting. You started to grasp it. And, and then most students get to a point at the end of the course, they complete the final exam and they're excited to say, hey, okay, do I, I start interviewing, I start reaching out to companies. And I think that that's a step a lot of people like hearing success stories with. So could you talk about your experience with either being reached out to by companies, applying to companies and how that worked for you navigating that process? Yeah. So once I finished the exam, um, I started applying to, I kind of set like a goal for myself, like, okay, I'm going to apply to 20 companies a day Love or something that. like that. Yeah. And so um, I, I only applied to companies on LinkedIn. So I didn't use like Indeed or anything like that. But so I applied to about like 20 companies a day. And I got a lot of no's, which, you know, it was okay, because I felt like I heard too many people saying, um, you know, you just need that one. Yes. So I was just like, okay, no, thank you. I understand. I appreciate it. Like, just kind of. But then, you know, I got probably two responses. Um, and I ended up doing two different interviews with yeah, two different companies. And um, I was scared out of my boots. <laughs> uh, or should I say out of my Nikes. Um, and yeah, I, I think I was very intimidated. I experienced a little bit of like imposter syndrome, um, thinking like, am I supposed to really be here? Like I'm about to do an interview with someone that's in the tech industry. Um, do I belong? <laughs> like, am I qualified? And so anyways, did those two interviews. Um, they I, I, I didn't get the job. Um, and I was honestly extremely thankful after the fact that I did not because then I found the company that I'm at now, which, um, yeah, I love to death, like I love where I am. And so um, yeah, I, I think that's about it. Like I, I know I uploaded my application or my resume to um, LinkedIn and just like applied from there. And that was mainly the process, just kind of waited. Like, and, stay and to kudos to you for pushing past that 
imposter syndrome because i think a lot of people experience yeah. that as am i enough am i qualified to be here everyone feels that everyone right. feels that but it's just showing up anyway something you said was was i think really important that i want to double click on here because i get a lot okay. of messages from people saying hey it's it's so hard out here to find a job da 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 it's a full-time job to find a job and right. the same skills you use to be successful in the sales job is the skills you'll use to prospect, to identify companies to work for, who right. within these companies are capable of hiring me, why would they be hiring me? You right. said you applied to 20 companies. And that yeah. to me is the most, one of the most important takeaways anyone can have. How important is that to one, have a clear target, I'm gonna do whatever it takes to get hired, two, yeah. also say I'm willing to take the necessary levels of action to see it through because it takes a lot of action. It took me literally 50 yeah. applications. I mean, it's crazy. Oh, okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's like you said, that's, that was so good. Like it's a full-time job trying to apply for a full-time job. <laughs> like <laughs> it literally is. Um, and you have to just, I don't know if it's hope or just confidence in yourself or just knowing that what's for you is for you and the timing that things are going to happen on the right or in the right time but you know it's like you have to have that mentality when you're doing that because it's almost like like we're, if we're saying oh it's a full-time job applying to companies it's like well it's easy to get discouraged you know i mean if i was working a full-time job the job i'm working right now and they weren't paying me anything i'd probably be like well am i wasting my time like you know and it's like i think people can get discouraged when they're getting a lot of no's when they're applying to 20 companies a day and you know a week has gone by two weeks have gone by and they haven't got gotten a response or an interview and so um so yeah i think it just takes having that mentality like i'm not taking no for an answer <laughs> like i'm gonna keep doing this and i'm just waiting on my time i'm waiting for the right time and that was the mentality I had because my only other option, like I said, was going back to therapy, which I knew I wasn't doing. So this had to work. And now that you've broke through and you're on the other side and you've made it work, now you're, I'm sure you're facing new challenges saying, how yeah. do I be consistent? How do I get to the next level? There's always that next carrot. But how does it feel that you've now broken through a few months of experience and, and now you're on that right track? It feels really good. Like it's... It's crazy because I, it's like I'm in shock on a daily basis. <laughs> you know, um, I'm in shock. It, it, how do I explain this? It's the weirdest feeling. It's like half of me feels like, okay, you've been doing this since November. It's, it's become a part of your routine, like get over it. But then the other half of me is like, is this real? Like, am I gonna wake up from a dream one day and just be like, I don't, I don't know, maybe I'm back in therapy again? Like. It's, it's mind blowing and it feels really good to know that this was something that was possible um, in such a short amount of time, you know, to be able to really be in this professional space and to be performing well, you know, and to, for this to be my job, like it's, it's almost like you wanna congratulate yourself, like a pat on the back to be like, you did it, you know? Like you made this a reality, you have a career. <laughs> you know that you actually love and enjoy, it pays the bills. I mean, and there's so much room for growth. It's like, mm -hmm. it's so overwhelming that I, I don't know what to do sometimes. Like I just be smiling, <laughs> so yeah.
Well, you, I'm sure you'll have some folks reach out to you on, on LinkedIn after this interview. There's always folks commenting saying, share the LinkedIn. I want to reach out. I want to reach out. So hopefully some <laughs> folks can reach out and, and you can put back on your, uh, you can put back on your um, therapist hat and say, okay, let, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll help you navigate here. But in, in conclusion, right, right. so if you could, if you could go give yourself your, your nine month ago self advice, I know mm -hmm. it's a, it's a big consideration. $500. Do I invest myself? Do I invest in course careers? Do I go somewhere else? Do I just start applying? There's a lot of different options, but what would you say yeah. to your former self to say, you know what? It's worth the money to invest myself. It's worth learning this information. It's worth going through it because you're a testament to what it could be on the other side if you really apply yourself. So what advice would you give your, for yourself? And then also parlay that to someone else that's watching that may have been in your shoes. Not, that's currently in your nine month ago shoes. Um, right, right. So, so think about that dynamic and let's, let's end on that. Okay. So thinking back to that time, my biggest obstacle was finances and fear. So finances, uh, finances, meaning, um, I was like, for one, is this a scam? Is this something that's going to work? Am I, should I spend my money on this? You know, like giving $500 to something like this. Um, but I feel like my advice that I would give my, the advice I'd give myself with thinking that way would be do your research, get those questions answered. You know what I mean? Like look into the tech industry, just do whatever research you have to do, which is actually what I did, um, which is why I actually moved forward. Um, so if anybody out there is being skeptical and you don't have a peace of mind with moving forward and you're not willing to invest uh, $500 into taking this course, I would say do what you need to do for you in order to have a peace of mind to move forward um, and to actually, yeah, to actually move forward and make this a reality. Uh, because if you're skeptical and that's keeping you from moving forward, like there's an answer for that. It's, it's research, like look into it, put in the work to at least do that. Cause then you can at least check it off your box to be like, see, I knew it. it this isn't real. It's like, but I'm sure you'll, you'll find that it is, <laughs> you know? Um, but also I would say, um, fear. I think there's a thin line between the fear of failure and the fear of success. And that's something that I was dealing with as well. I was like, okay, should I do this? Because I know therapy. Like, I know that. I don't like it, but I know it. So I'm like, moving into a new industry, am I going to succeed? Am I going to do well? Am I going to fail? So I think the fear of failure was kind of keeping me a little, um, just kind of like a little paralyzed to move forward at first. Um, and then also the fear of success, because I'm like, well, what if it does work out and I do do well? I'm now in the tech industry and I need to perform well and I'm around all these like, smart people and am I, you know, it's like, am I gonna be able to maintain this? Like, or should I just go back to what's familiar and what I know? So my advice with that mentality to my um, past self would be, kind of like what I said earlier, develop the mentality of, I'm not taking no for an answer. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like if you have to struggle through learning a new industry if you have to struggle through the material the same way people are in college that are learning a new trade or a new skill like it's okay to not know the answer it's okay if you aren't familiar with the tech industry like it's okay if 
you have to ask questions or you don't do well when you first get the job, like most likely you're going to have a supportive team <laughs> who's going to remind you like you just got here it's okay you know you don't have to know everything there's trainings for that like i would just say don't be afraid of failing because people are there to support you and then don't be afraid of success because as long as you're like humble enough to admit when you don't know something and you also are a team player and can rely on your team even <laughs> even if you don't know something, like you're going to be successful and be able to maintain that success even in a foreign industry. And the longer you're in it, the more it's not gonna be foreign, you know? And it's gonna just become what you do and you're going to be successful and you deserve it. Like no imposter syndrome over here. <laughs> like you're going to be able to do it. So that's what I would have told myself and what I would tell others. Well said. Well, if there's anything I know, there's someone out there listening, wherever they may be, however they may be listening, wherever they're at in their life, they're going to hear your story. They're going to resonate with it. And it's hopefully going to be enough of a spark in their life to say, okay, now's the time to change. Now let's get the information. Let's make the investment and let's get ourselves in the right opportunity vehicle. So for those of you out there listening, we've linked the free tech sales introductory course below. If you do want to go check it out, just to begin doing your research, like we've talked about here today. And thank you so much, Janae, for being here here today and hope you enjoy the, uh, the weekend in Dallas. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Thanks for having me, Trent. Appreciate it. <laughs>